Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 279 of the Chamber One Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chamber One. It is still hot in the South, and I even have my fan turn here turned off to keep it quiet, so you get the sweaty gym today. It's, it's Suffering fraught. Yeah, well, I got beer, so that will help a little bit. Well, it'll help you feel cooler. Yeah, I put it on my head. There you go. It is, it is like a balmy 66 in, in my town today. Yeah, it's but... hot. No, it's not bad. It's not bad because it's been raining lately, and it's not Ooh. even muggy. It's just, it's windy. It's not... Oh, wait, never mind. It's 66. You translated that for us. Yeah, it's a good day. I did. I was it, is ni- it is 19 in Canada. Yeah, that'd be like, that's like bacon, like yeah. hot pies in Celsius. <laughs> yes. You're dying if you go yeah. outside that. Yeah. What's yes. it called? The oven weather. You open the door, and it's like... <gasps> yeah. I've, I've experienced, yeah, I've experienced the mid-40s, but... No thanks. Didn't you have, didn't Canada in general have a really rough summer? Hasn't it been hot? Uh, there's been a lot of fires. <laughs> oh, well. Where been, hasn't there been a lot of fires? Yeah, you've been smelling smoke for a lot for several weeks. You got you, Greece, Russia, everything's on California. fire. California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that never stopped being on fire. Okay, no. Let's not get into how doomed our planet is. Pretty doomed. Because, yeah. because this is a podcast for entertainment and video games. Yes. Entertainment purposes only, Mike. And Safe space. Has anyone been uh, playing Boyfriend Dungeon? Because you guys were talking about it. And you uh, know, no, no. I, I meant to. I'm going to. It's downloaded. Okay. I'm going to play it. I was finishing up something else, which we'll talk about later. But yes, I have downloaded Boyfriend Dungeon, and I'm going to play it for at least a little bit. Because I, I, mm. I have a feeling that this is all show and no go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of gameplay for a dating sim. I'll, yeah, I'll give we'll it points see. for ambition. Yes. I just want to know some if the, cute boys. I want to know if the grinding is good. If the grinding is actually good, I'm like, okay, let's see what this boy dating story is about. I might I mean, go for that. Not that date, I could, because it, it's not on fucking PlayStation. It, <laughs> if a female dating sim, or you know, you know, it's it's I don't know. I don't think they're being heteronormative about it, but like, if it ends up being like a Diablo-like grind, I, I might dip my toe. There are female choices for the weapons. So for the listener, boyfriend dungeon is you date your weapons, and your weapons <laughs> have these personalities, and most of them are male. But there are a few female choices in there too for the less open-minded. One thing that's popped open popped up on my Twitter repeatedly this week is apparently there's a choice early on where it says uh, the main character usually will regularly receive text messages from a character identified as mom. Now, this is a trigger warning. If you'd like, we can just turn those messages off and you'll never receive them. And I've if seen your mom's a, lot, a horrible person, yeah. Or if your mom's a horrible person, or if you never had a mom, she's dead, and that, that's a trigger to you. And that, I had, like, a weird back-and-forth reaction about that. Yeah, yeah. Because on the one hand, like, oh, that's good that all these people really appreciate that choice. That is good. But that opens the door for so many things that we can, that I, I don't know, to, that people, that designers now have to consider when making a game. And it, 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 the thought it sounds is like a, a very specific um, fact thread that yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to say I, got out of hand because I, I like how that's an option for people. But like, it, yeah. it, it's not going to be an everyday thing. It's not really an obvious thing for that. Like you wouldn't put violence trigger warnings on Doom because Wait. it's... Doom. Warning, this game has a relationship with your dad. <laughs> well, there, there literally are, like, violence warnings on Doom. Yeah. Well, on the back. In the, but no, like, the Alex, I'm talking, yeah. oh, you're right, right? Like, yeah. um, you know, the the link to the past starts out with Link having an uncle. And 
while it both never occurred to me that that might be problematic for someone, now that you pointed out, I, I understand how it can be, but you can't make all entertainment for all people. That's just not how it works. No. no. Or that's how you end up with bad entertainment. <laughs> I'm not saying don't be thoughtful and considerate, but it feels like a slippery slope. I will at least sample Boyfriend Dungeon. It's already downloaded. It's on Game uh, Pass. I have no reason not to give it a half an hour to an hour. Just I want to hear about Boyfriend Dungeon. Hmm. You will do hear you, about it next week. Do you want to hear about the Swarm uh, French horror movie on Netflix? Yes, I do. Okay, not bad, actually. Of, no, of right. like the five I watched this week, I'd say that is the second best. It's a lot of movies there, sir. Uh, yeah, but one of them was a half-hour cartoon on Disney+. Plus. <clears throat> oh, I think I know what that is. Did you watch it? Not the Captain Carter? No. Yeah. Okay, so it's called What If. It's really well-done CGI animation. I like it. It's kind of pulling and stretching. It feels kind of hand-drawn, but not really. Yeah, beautiful, cel-shady, very charismatic. They've got, like, they've got the real actors in. they got, like, Bradley well, Cooper in. They didn't get Chris Evans, did they? No, no, no. they didn't. But uh, but that works fine. I'm pretty sure that is the real voice of Peggy Carter. Oh, it definitely is. She's down for this shit. Yes, and for the first 15 minutes of it, I was really meh on it. Because what it was doing was it was basically just the same story again, uh, except now it's Peggy doing all the like do, doing all the same moves and you know throwing the shield around and the action is kind of awesome, but I didn't really love it until it got to the end and it turned it back around very much on the romance between her and Steve. Um, and Steve. Hmm. But and I love that because I, I, it resonated with the romance I felt from the film. I didn't I, feel anything from this show. I'm mad that like there was a teaser that ruined what how Steve fits back into the story. I'm like, that's a big spoiler, and that would have been a neat twist. Fuck you. It was a neat twist. I loved yeah. it. It was great. It was great, and, and and they fight side by side, and it's really cool. Anyway, so yes, yeah, you jumped folks. off the swarm. Oh yeah, he's so uh, he's talking yeah. about a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the swarm is a French horror movie on Netflix. Uh, it's about. Um, uh, I think she's widowed. That's the impression I get. With uh, with a teenage daughter and a and a young boy, and a w- woman with a teenage daughter and a young boy, and she survives by raising locusts, which she dries and grinds into locust flour for high protein. Um, you know, she sells it in supermarkets, but those aren't reliable enough. She wants to start selling to someone who's going to who's going to use it as feed. Even though, as far as she's concerned, locusts are definitely the food of the future. There's more protein. In a gram of locust, like there's way more protein in a gram of locust than there is in a gram of beef, hmm. and they and they cost way less to raise. But then again, you got to eat a bug. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she's trying she's trying to make a go of it, and it's not doing very well. And then one night, she accidentally um, cuts herself in there and falls. Ah. And when she wakes up, the locusts have like fed on her, and her arm is all fucked up from the locusts. But she, but she gets out, and she's okay, everything's fine, and she goes back in the next day, and the locusts are doing great. They are so <laughs> much bigger, and they're doing really, really well. So she starts, she starts like, giving them meat, and she starts letting them feed on her when she can't get any. She starts, <laughs> she starts ordering gallons upon gallons of blood. Oh, um, and, feed me, Seymour. Feed me well, now. N- sort of, but it's, uh, because it's kind of like a French arty film, it's... Mm. Equally about the breakdown of her relationship with her daughter at, at the expense of this kind of <laughs> mad dream she's got that she's going to get this farm working no matter what, and this is how she proves her worth. They're my family now. No, no, not at all. Not at oh, okay, all. good. It's, it's no, it's there's nothing, there's nothing cheesy or. Oh, so it's, um, it's not arch. 
No, it takes itself completely seriously. Okay. Like it it's it's a it's a slow paced, considered, well made film. So I would put it at number two for the week. It's definitely not number one. Number one is fucking incredible. Mm. Um <laughs> but that's yeah, so so uh the swarm actually I give it a, I give it solid, I give it like three point seven five stars out of five. I think I might know what number one is. Uh have you heard of Shadow in the Cloud? No. No. Okay, if you want a feminist adventure uh, it's set in World War II. Shadow in the Cloud is okay. Uh, what it is, is Chloe Grace Moretz uh, barges her way onto a plane about to take off in the middle of World War II in the South Pacific. Um, the all-male crew is not impressed with this. Uh, these papers do look legit, uh, that apparently she's like assigned and they're supposed to fly. They're just supposed to basically take her where they're going and not ask about the package she's carrying. Mm. Um, and they're all absolute the worst sexist assholes to her you've ever heard in your life. And it's, it's really kind of hard to endure as a, you know, as it is for her. Uh, and she very quickly establishes that she is more capable than any man on this flight. What? She knows is exactly the, what she's doing in the air. What is it with your obsession with my lot cabinet of mystery? What? <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. That's a reference that's a, I, yeah. I didn't immediately get. Um, <laughs> Um, also, uh, she very quickly identifies that there is an animal crawling on the outside of the plane, ripping it up. Oh, oh gremlins. Literally. Exactly. A literal gremlin. It is a literal gremlin. Um, and of course no one believes her until it kills one of them. Um, so the, the movie is doing a lot. It's doing a lot. It's kind of trying to have like three movies at once. Um, and you don't feel... Like, you really get to know almost any other character. It's not really nearly as character-driven as it probably should have been if it wanted to execute itself well. It's not as much of a creature feature as you kind of want it to when you realize that there's a gremlin on board. Um, it's it's all three at once, and it doesn't really do any of them great. So I'd give it two stars out of five. Good, I just, good script? Um... It was okay. It was mm. better than like a college student's first draft. I, I like Chloe Grace Moretz, but Me too. Mm. all right. Um, I just in the trailer. This I is just her being a badass. Scene. The whole okay. Time. Yeah. I, I in the trailer, I just saw her fall out of the broken ball turret mm-hmm. through the sky mm-hmm. to be blown back into the flying fortress by the explosion of another plane below her. That's right. It was awesome. And uh, no. That's it was not awesome. awesome. That's no, dumb. it was awesome. It looks it was awesome. terrible. Okay. Lots of it shit is dumb. Terrible. Oh, and one dumb thing, I spent like 140 bucks last night. Oh. And you know what? I probably spent 240 for counting games because I put down a pre-order for Hades, which was like 30 Canadian. Then I put is down a pre-order. Yes, yes, it is. Then mm. and I put down a pre-order for Deathloop, which was like 70. And then I realized sales, you won't be able to buy movies on PSN anymore. And I really do want to have Kill Bill 1 and 2, Pulp Fiction, and Reservoir Dogs in my Tarantino collection which I have on PSN, so I bought those. Mm. And then it occurred to me that if I've got The Gentleman on PSN, I really should have Rock and Roll a Snatch and yeah. Lockstock. Yeah. So, I, so I bought those as well. And then I thought, <laughs> while I'm doing this, it occurs to me, I never did buy uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I so haven't that, seen that yet. Is so, it any good? So, and... that was, so that was 24 bucks. And to answer that, Alex is correct, but... Yeah, Alex. In the same way, Pacific Rim is not a great film. I like Pacific Rim better, a lot better. 
I'd much not, rather watch I don't that again. No, no, I don't believe that I do. Because Pacific, like they, they're both movies that really get how awesome this is when the, when the monsters fight. But Godzilla vs. Kong specifically really gets how stupid it is when any human talks. And right, so but it almost intentionally makes that as stupid as possible. Okay, but. But that still Green makes it shitty. Try to... Yeah. That still makes it shitty to suffer through that part in Godzilla vs. Kong. So as I rewatched it last night, absolutely fucking loving it, by the way. Mm-hmm. As I rewatched it again last night for the third time, absolutely fucking loving it, I fast-forwarded through 90% of the humans' shit. Oh, yeah, and just, that's terrible. Just, yeah, and just got to the next part where, like, Kong leaps off the carrier he's on and bounds off the next boat and lands on the beast on the back of an aircraft carrier. And the camera switches to the interior of a cockpit... Uh, looking back at Kong as Kong roars and the thing launches off the ship and then the front of the aircraft carrier slams back down into the ocean. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> but God, towards God, the end, it tries Kong. to sell you on like a fucking roller coaster and I'm, I, I didn't like that. Roller coaster of what? Of whether like the, the ship at the end, it starts doing like VR roller coaster shit. I'm like, huh? Wouldn't this be, would you, would you, would you ride this? Huh? Oh, oh, you mean when it was like going, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, but that was gratuitous, but the whole thing, like, what, everything I just described about Kong landing on the aircraft yeah, character yeah, was gratuitous. And the Hollow Earth, Hollow Earth was it, fun. And it was glorious and it's gratuitous. It was exactly the kind of gratuitous that I want. And, like, it was great. It was absolutely great. And I fast forwarded through, you know, 75% of the human shit. Um, you don't need it. What you need you to know is is Eleven from Stranger Things is the Godzilla Whisperer. She gets Godzilla. Uh, the little mute girl is the Kong Whisperer. She gets Kong. <laughs> Each monster has a corresponding little girl. <laughs> and they go nuts. It's fantastic. What is the it finale really is, is good. Who's yeah. the good guy? Is Kong Nobody. the good guy? Kong and Godzilla. Yeah, they team up. Yeah, they're good guys. Those are good oh, dudes. They, I, I know nothing of the plot. They end up fighting somebody else? Okay. Yeah, don't Let's worry about it. Let's not spoil this shit. Let's don't worry about it. Just watch Go- it. It's Godzilla nice. v Kong I, I is a good it. fucking is is a good creature feature. Now yeah, well, the human element of Pacific Rim is infinitely better. I'll absolutely, grant Alex that. I think the action of Godzilla v Kong is oh god, that's a good one. Hmm. Okay, they're both great action. They're yeah. both great. They're both great kaiju action. The Vault is a new Netflix release in the past couple weeks about the guy who was the Onion Knight in um, Game of Thrones. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Okay. That guy and Freddie Highmore are trying to break into the Bank of Spain to retrieve uh, the location of Sir Francis Drake's hidden treasure. Mm. Yes. So we're just remaking Uncharted. Uh, very much that, but it's all, but it's much more about the planning and the espionage and whether or not the kid is smart enough to figure out how to break in because he's the mastermind. Um, uh, it was okay. I'd give it a three out of five. It was okay. You know what? Mini, no, yeah, I give need it, to see Money Heist. I give it two point five. I got. I can't give it more than Shadow. Of the I don't recognize either of the names on the cover of this one. Freddie Highmore and e? Astrid Berger Frisbee. Uh, Astrid Berger Frisbee is, Berger, yeah, is, is is French. Uh, she's painfully thin. Um, she, she was solid. She was a good actor. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah, she 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 was not as much of a headline to me as the guy from Game of Thrones. He was a better actor. So the best movie of the week, Alex. What was your what was your thinking? What it might be? Pig. Have you seen Pig, Alex? I haven't yet. Yeah. But everyone I know has seen it. It's like it's so fucking good. I. That's the Nick Cage joint, right? Yep. I rented. So the synopsis, the plot synopsis of Pig is that um, a truffle, a forager in the Oregonian wild forest, 
or living alone in the Oregonian forest, travels to the city uh, in the search of his stolen truffle pig. That's it. That's that's what you're told about this movie. This is John Wick set up. Someone stole his pig. He wants his pig back. Um, yeah, this is the best movie. This is the best new movie I've seen in 2021. <laughs> and it's not, uh, I don't want to tell you anything else about it. As That's an a artist, big pig. I'm watching the trailer. That's a big pig. That's as a big an, pig. As someone who once considered themselves an artist, this movie was specifically profound to me. Um, oh no, you know what? I also saw, um, I, I think Promising Young Woman I also saw this year. And I, it's... So Fuck, I mean, it's it's this, up there with promising young women. This it's is a amazing. Nick Cage movie. Uh, yes. On the Nick Cage scale of so one it, to ten. A, on the Nick okay, on the Nick Cage scale. Ten of being 10. Mandy and mm. one being I don't know what's Shatter was Goblin. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, one being what? One being uh, the calmest Nick Cage movie, which I'm trying to think of a calm Nick Cage What's movie. the one where he's um, I would, he's a I, I, would, I would say Leaving Las Vegas is the calmest Nick Cage oh, movie. Oh, there we go. Of. Yeah, that's and a very from, good call. from a Mandy to a Leaving Las Vegas, it is 100% Leaving Las Vegas. Hmm, okay. I, I'm, I'm down for Reserve Cage. So he's Which, acting. He's actually mm-hmm. acting. It is. No, and like there are beautiful beautiful moments of tr- of what feel like really revelatory uh, emotional communication repeatedly between two men in this movie it's amazing what, what really it's sold me amazing. on it was someone told me that there's a scene where he basically puts a john wick ass throwdown on a guy just by using words um no that's that's a shitty way to put it what because to me um I'm assuming you know it's, what he's talking it's, about. It's not a throwdown. It's no. not. It's not an abuse. It is a hug and a deep look into your eyes and telling you it's okay to say what you want to say and be who you are. Ah. In fact, it's the only way to live, and it's mm. and it's meaningful and beautiful and colossal when it occurs, and it occurs like uh, two halfway. Times. Uh, there's two of them. There's two ones that are really that are really big, and the first one is so incredibly disarming that you don't really, all, you almost don't recognize it for what it is. And then he does it again. <laughs> it's it, oh, no, it's it's a profound movie experience. Pig, pig. I rented it for like four bucks off Amazon Prime. Listener, you want to see one of the best movies of 2021? Pig, pig, pig. Mm. That's all I got. I've been playing Overwatch. So last week I talked about the ascent. Alex mm-hmm. also played yes. the ascent. Yeah, I finished the ascent. Alex, oh, did you wow. finish the ascent? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Why did you stop playing? It stopped being fun. I realized uh, there wasn't any loot. I was getting the not. same four guns over and over and over and over and over and over and yep. over. The the loot wasn't really doing anything for me. I was dying constantly. The game didn't really want me to play it, and I was done with it. Well, you have to sell all that loot and upgrade your existing guns. I did, and I was still dying all the time. Hmm. Yeah. I wasn't having fun with it. I didn't was the the world wasn't gelling with me. Like the it was just forcing so much jargon down my throat. It did invent a lot yeah. of words, doesn't it? It it ran well. More the acting so. was fine. Uh the animation's incredible. Does it actually have like voice acting? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it's pretty good. Yeah. Some of it's gibberish. Some of it, but like the the hacker like Poon. I like Poon. Poon Poon's good. Um the, the, the hacker Liguana dude. Pretty yeah. good actor. That's about as far as I got. 
Well, he didn't get very far then. No. Beat the um the fire spider boss. That was pretty hard. Yeah. Well, it doesn't get better. It doesn't get easier from there. I mean, I made it all the way through, but I, I don't I don't know if I just ground more to get the get my weapons leveled up or what. But no, I see where you're coming from because it doesn't it doesn't offer you much. No. And what it does offer you is like an incremental upgrade, and then you're like, okay. Then doesn't the, your character never really feels distinct in any way? Or you know, leveling up actually. Didn't do did. much. It did, actually. Well, because you got like, points, yeah. Like, five points in the health, and you get, like, a whole new health bar. Like, that that felt impactful, but, like, when three shots kill you, what the hell? Three shots? What do you, you need better I was getting I was getting sniped all the time. Oh, you, need, you must not have found enough armor. No, probably not. Anyway. So See, all I you gasped when I told you how much I just spent on movies, but I was the only one who ducked when the ascent came. I, this yeah. was worth it was the $0. Bucks. No, it was 25 It was it 25 It was nothing. It's worth the $0 I paid to play it, so that's fine. I sniffed that shit out like a truffle pig. Yes, I did. still think it's a good 7 out of 10. It's not bad. Oh, it it's absolutely just... is a 7 out of 10, but I've yeah. got much better shit to do. I've got a PS5 and no patience for a 7. Mm-hmm. Well, but, okay, just because you have no hardware doesn't mean AA isn't still a thing. No hardware, excuse me, sir. No, just because you have no, I mean, just because you have good hardware doesn't mean that double A isn't still a thing. No, but I'll I'll dip my toe in double A when the Man Eater DLC happens. Mm, that's definitely double A. So, Death Door. Death oh, so Door. jealous of you, Death little Door. shit. Do yeah, Fuck. so yeah, <laughs> you fight a character like like the Pot Witch, who is also Grandma, and you get to her, and she's like, "You little shit." No, vo- no voice acting. I wish there was. It would be hilarious. Death's Door is... Imagine if A Link to the Past ended when you got the Master Sword. That's how long this game actually is. Aww. You have... You go to three distinct areas to kill three bosses. Is this the full fight. release? Yes, it's the wow. whole thing. Now, it's... it's. I mean, 15 hours, maybe? It's okay, an okay. Indie, when... it's, it's an indie-ass indie <sighs> game, okay? It's a small team, short game. How long did it take you to beat Hyperlight Drifter? Did you beat it? I did beat it. I didn't was it find would you everything. say it's the same? Would you say it's the same size as Hyperlight Drifter? Because um, that is perfect for me. Ye- I, mm, I actually, I would almost say it's a little bit shorter than Hyperlight Drifter. Hmm. Because some of the length comes from bosses that are actually really hard. Hmm. It throws some curveballs at you for the bosses, and it's isometric, but you have no control over the camera. So okay. its angle is fixed, yeah. Meaning that the angle will sometimes obscure everything you're trying to do. It mm. is sometimes difficult to judge depth, try to figure out if an attack is going to hit you or not. Now your roll has about a bazillion iframes on it, mm. but that doesn't matter when you judge in the wrong direction because you cannot tell which way it's going to hit you. Mm. Um, it has tons of charm. Your little crow guy never says anything, but everybody else talks. But it's, I mean, it's got five total weapons, a grand total of four skills to learn. One of them you start with. You've got like a, a bow and arrow, a fire shot, a bomb shot, and a hook shot. Those are your special attacks. Five total weapons. One of them's an umbrella that you really can't use to attack. So What's the umbrella it, for? Is it you like float with it or what? I don't know. I mean, the umbrella says it keeps you dry when it's raining, but I never found a thing to use it for. There are very Zelda-ish things hidden throughout the world. 
Hmm. Like, fight environmental clues to put a bomb here, or there's a riddle to bomb something here. But the upgrades you get for them are just health and magic. You know, collect four health things to get a new health dot. Hmm. Four magic things to get a, four, four, a new magic dot. The, the bonuses, the, the, the non-required bonuses or hidden things feel very inconsequential. Aside from just a little more health. Hmm. So, I mean, I, I, it sounds like I'm bad-mouthing it. It's, it's yeah, just it that it's, 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 it's simple... It's old but fashioned. Not very, it's old fashioned, but and also it's not exactly very straightforward sometimes of what's supposed to do what you're supposed to do oh. next. I had to look up at least once or twice, like, what the hell do I do now? And you know But what's cool is there are a number of people that you can go to to talk in the game if you're not sure where to go next. Oh, so you didn't actually look anything up. I looked up one thing. Because oh. I was like, where the hell is For this? a but moment for I was part, stunned. No, no, I looked up like one thing. Um, but you can go talk to the to an old crow who has been mortal for a long time and see what you can also talk to you can you can go down to the beach and in the beach there is a ship that has been you know run aground and the, okay. in that ship there is a kitchen the person running the kitchen is a squid lashed to a corpse oh. and he's trying to convince you that he's a human person that is making meals for you with his with his human hands it's hilarious that's awesome. um, and he'll give you hints too, like you know, either look to the west of this, or go to the north of this, or things like that. So there are hints in the game. Cool. Uh, it, yeah, I think I probably love this. I think I need to check this out. Um, I think you probably would because it's it's so it's got a ton of charm. It it builds a very interesting world, but not in an intrusive way. There's really not info dumps on you. I mean, you've got the Lord of Doors, and you find out about the previous Lord of Doors, and you, see, you find out what the crows do and wh- why the crows are the way they are. You eventually do meet Death himself, who is not what you expect. I'll leave it at that. The bosses themselves, two of the three are just great. You've got the pot lady who I talked about who calls you a little shit. Then you've got the king of the forest who's this giant toad who squeezes himself into armor that's too small and looks hilarious. Um, the third boss is just a yeti who has no personality at all. I was kind of disappointed with that one because you fight her and, and it's done. There's no talking ahead of time. But it, it's it's a good short romp. Out of ten? Uh, I would I would say I would say eight out of ten. Hmm. Present, the only thing that really bugged me was something that is you know specific to the game. It's an isometric adventure game like Link to the Past, and with that decision comes handicaps that I don't think I could get around because of the choice. So, I mean, if you gave me full control of the camera, then I'd find secrets that are hidden behind things that you're supposed to find other ways. So it's yeah, not bad. I mean, I, I actually paid real money for that. And I'm like, oh, it's Death Star. I want to play it. Play as the crow. So it was a good time. It was, okay. it was fun. Having abandoned uh, the Ascent, Alex, what did you get into? Um, Abandoned the Ascent? Um, well... It's been it's been a week or two. I've finished um, Returnal. Oh, oh okay. Well, okay. now when you say finished, it's said Act Two. If I'm out of bosses, we're way past acts. I'm in an epilogue, but okay. Yeah. I finished Act Two. Okay. Okay. There we go. Yeah. A good game. Yeah. I did ninety percent of my pro- progress in two runs, and did most of my other time just dying on the first level. But yeah, no good game. Yeah, there seem wonderful. to be certain uh, things that are way more broken than others. Mm-hmm. You were talking about pickups and power-ups you can get mm-hmm. to break the game, yes. Yeah. Like, anything that lets you heal after killing enemies is uh-huh. worth its weight in fucking gold. Or heal upon damaging enemies. Eh, 
the leech rounds never really were reliable enough to me. Uh, no, you can get it on. You can get leech rounds, period, on an assault rifle. Just leech yeah. rounds. Yeah, I know. I got it. Really? And it was never really that much health. Oh, wow. No, I completely disagree. Hmm. That's all I needed. It was great. But, yeah, no, I love, like, the main weapons. The new weapons, I, I can't stand. I don't like the rocket launcher. I don't like that pylon thing. I don't like the... Uh, Never really got into the shotgun either. Did you try to, you got into the Hollow Seeker? The Hollow Seeker. Oh yeah, the one that's just like a ton of bullets. Yes. That one's pretty good, yeah. Okay, that was the one I hated the most when I first got it. No, and I like it. Yeah, once you once you kind of get to know the Hollow Seeker, it's a uh, Once you get some decent DPS on that. Mm. Or yeah, you get you get Portal on the Hollow Seeker and and you, it it obliterates worlds. It's or that thing that like gives you like plus 20 stagger for every like, parasite you have. You just wreck shit with that gun. I was very selective with parasites. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, most of them suck. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. A lot of guys said, get every parasite. And you're like, no. No. Some parasites lock you out from all healing items. Fuck that. Yeah. Unless it's giving you, like, heal on death, which at the last biome is, you're basically invincible. Heal on death. Like, how often can that occur? Every time you kill an enemy, you get a little health back. Oh, heal on enemy death. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> heal on kill. And when you, those things are just, like, spawning little bomb squids at you, you just, you're just, you're invulnerable. It's great. I have full health all the time. But the feel, like, what, to me, what makes Returnal work, first of all, is the, the dashing between rooms and quickly kind of assessing an environment and what's valuable in it mm-hmm. and, and making your choice. And all those choices are always interesting every time in Returnal. And then when it's time to shoot shit in Returnal, it just feels great. It's it, great. It is to shoot amazing. Shit. It is amazing action in this game. I love it's, it. Once, it, yeah, it's a real shooter as martial art kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing like there's. It, it reminds me of. Uh, did you ever play uh, Chamberlain? I'm thinking of a platinum game shooter where you're blasting along the ground and then the slow motion. Vanquish. 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 Have you, yeah. did you ever played Vanquish? Uh, for a hot second. Yeah, this reminds me of the feel of Vanquish when Van- when you got in the zone with Vanquish. But with Vanquish, that was fucking hard. In Returnal, you just start up the game, Helios abandoned, and let's go. Let's run. I love all the and- little vibration shit they do. I turned it off. I loved it. Needless distraction from my killing. Maybe. No. But no, you're right. Like Every room is interesting. Even if you've run through it a million times, you have no idea what loot's in it. The map is fantastic. Yes. Really helpful. Helps yes. you, like, suss out most of the secrets. Not all the secrets, but, like, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to spend 25... I call it ooblek. I'm not... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Ooblets. I like Ooblets. that. Oob- Oobles. Yeah. Um, and it's like, do I want to spend 150 to get a stronger melee and open those little red doors? Or the yes. yellow doors? Yes. No, the stronger melee also applies to enemies. It's massive. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. But do I want to get 25% more health? Or no. do I want this thing that, that gives me 25% damage at critical health? No. No, you don't? No, really? no, no. No damage Damage on melee is huge because all those extra things that it opens, first of all, is pure profit. That's you true. Could, you could pay for that thing from opening one good door <laughs> easily. Um, so, no, the first one is always the uh, your spaceman. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, yeah. But once you purchase the Spaceman, if you reshuffle the store or if you go to the next store, it will definitely have the melee upgrade if you don't already have it. Right. Now, the Spaceman was pretty rare for me. Oh, really? Yeah, it almost never showed up. No, but I mean, I'm like, I mean, give it to me. Buds. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> buds. I am like every time. That's the only way I ever beat um, Ixion, the, the bird dude. Uh, it's Ixion, been a while. yeah. 
I don't know the names. That was the only boss that really gave me trouble. Everything else, I I beat the first boss, uh, the last boss, and um, the the big bad and the chair on my first try. Okay, the thing is, is okay. Uh, the first, the um, Hyperion, I think his name is. No, that was the Oregon dude. I beat the Oregon dude in the first try too. The end game wants you to uh, to go back through those the first the first three worlds and the the last three worlds and collect uh, you know items hidden in each world. Yeah. Um, and as you do it, it becomes clear that in this kind of end game where you have everything kind of unlocked, you have all these passives and all these weapons unlocked, they could appear as you pick them up. That the first that the first three worlds are actually kind of harder than the last three because your weapon will never be as charismatic. No, and it doesn't have anywhere near as many mods as it is in the second half when yeah. you do act when you do act two. So every time you start act two, you are immediately more powerful than you ever were at the start of act one. Um, it's oh, it's just one. But the fact that so much of your agency and how you interact with the world is the weapon. To make that only become super interesting at like halfway, two-thirds of the way through the first act, or immediately upon starting the second act, it really makes the first act suffer. It, they they kept the hook from you for way too long. Um, what do you mean the hook? The the grappling hook. Oh, um, well, well, here's the thing. You didn't need it, and now that you have it, you're so much more powerful than you were. Mm-hmm. And every run, you become so much more powerful than you did before you got it. It's so, a, it's a so great grappling hook. Getting to the, oh, it is. It feels wonderful to use, but it's a um, it's a, getting to it is 100% a skill check. You don't get it. Until you prove you can beat this fucker. <laughs> Fuck that bird. Hate that bird. <laughs> I think I did it with a pistol and I ended up doing it the first time. The pistol's good. Especially if it's you have, so like, the, o- the override uh, little pellets. The bird's the, second uh, or overcharge. Second. Hmm. It's That's a bastard. A I, should, Never I should replay that. It's fucking great. And, like, I, I tried to get further in uh, Demon Souls, too, but it... it it's I have the issues. oldest. It's the oldest Souls game, and they came a long way from yeah. that game. Like the game isn't like overly hard. Like I, like, no. the grass is actually a little bit easier than Estus because you get like full health from like like the second biome, and it's actually pretty easy to bulldoze the bosses when you have that. Yeah, grass was never um, the way they tried to balance it for the new one. Is uh, better grass weighs more, so you just literally can't carry as much as you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the the fact is like the level yeah. design is shit. I disagree. Mm, no. The prison no. of hope sucks. Fucking sucks. I hate it. Are you fucking kidding me? You you lose <laughs> some souls in there and you're it's gone. Oh. Oh. Oh, then I'm sorry, Alex. Did you get those souls back to the Nexus and cash them in, Alex? I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused. You said you lost It some took souls. me like 20 but minutes to find like eight grand the other day. Then if you didn't get those souls back to the Nexus, Alex, they were never yours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You left them out there. No, You no, decided. There was, there you was decided glare on the screen forward. and I fell down oh, a hole. And oh, I yeah. Got, the yep. sun was in my eyes. It literally. No, but the curtains were closed. There, and was, it was, a still, gun, yeah. there was a gunshot outside. No, anyway. man. No. This these, this is a world designed to kill you. You have to expect that. All right. All right. Come, no, it's wonderful. Like I, okay. Um, now it's not their best. Oh, it's no. not their best. But past the prison of hope is this. God, this incredible city. Yes. Yeah. This like vast necropolis. It's one of the most amazing sights in gaming in the last year, Alex. Oh, Alex, you got to beat that first boss. Come I on. got to. But like just to like to test something out. 
I got back into Dark Souls 3. Ooh. And yeah, that game just flows a lot better. It, it doesn't... I had to look up a guide to figure out where to go. Like, oh, you have to beat the first boss in the in the biomes. Go to one, then two, then three, and four. I'm like, well, that's counterintuitive, but thank you. I died a lot before someone had the grace to tell me that. <laughs> and then Dark Souls 3, just like, hey, go here. If you want to, go over here. You can go here if you want to go a little harder. It's just a much breezier design, and I appreciate it. Well, I'm okay. having a lot of fun with it. Demon Souls was so goddamn hard when it came out. No one had ever seen anything like it, and so kind of the antis- kind of the rationale for it, I think, at the time, was the player goes in and explores this first world and gets the first boss, and then they meet the dragon, and they're like, "Well, I guess I'm not going any further here." <laughs> you turn yep. around, <laughs> you just turn around because you're not beating that guy yet, um, and uh, and so you go into the next biome and you explore, and it makes the universe of Demon Souls feel colossal as you return to these places. I do like the first level a lot. It's that brilliant. said, that said, yeah. no, you're right. Like from software, got better, much, um, much better. Yeah, but I still enjoyed it. I will get further in it. I'm a little frustrated with it right now. Every uh, time I try the... to replay Demon Soul, Dark Souls Three, <laughs> yeah. every time I try to replay Dark Souls Three, I bounce off it. Usually about the point of the the bridge guardian dog. Oh yeah, he's a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, there was, I don't think I put it in headlines, but there's a rumor. There's a new rumor this week that uh, uh, Sony have another From Software exclusive coming. Uh-oh. It's not Bloodborne Two, but it is kind of like an action RPG in the well, Souls-like vein. I'm I'm angry. If it's not yeah, if it's not Bloodborne Two, I'm angry too. So that's just be a lot. God damn it! It's money on the table. Just do it. Seriously, uh, I think they're a little bit busy now working on Elden Ring. Are they big enough to have two games? They they've been a they two did. team. They they've were. been a two game studio for years. I suppose two and three were in in, for in tandem. Time, yeah, they? two, two yeah. and three were in tandem, and then as they finished three, the other team was working on Sekiro. Yes. Yeah, and then since Sekiro, there's been nothing. Yeah, the Sekiro was the Dark Souls two team, right? Uh, I believe. So. Yeah. No. Was it? Hang on. Yeah, had to be. Because like, yeah, it would follow chronologically. A team did Dark Souls and then Bloodborne and then Dark Souls three. A team and was, then Elden. A team was Dark Souls three. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you might be right. Which is weird because I fucking love Sekiro, and Sekiro felt very much as a sequel to Bloodborne to me in terms of like what they did with the mechanics. Anyway, what else we've been playing, gentlemen? That's pretty much it. That's, yeah, that's it. I was just working on Death's Door. One of my favorite games, for years now, has been making Overwatch videos. I know. I've and, seen quite a few. And, oh, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I to like a, them all. Someone gave me a thumbs down the other day. What? what? Oh, that's how you know you're starting to get actually popular, because somebody took the time to hate you. Well, yeah, I, I uh, someone on the, someone on the official Overwatch forums was posting about why do people send you friend requests on PSN? Um, just to be a jerk to you, just so they could send you messages and be a jerk. And I write back, I know I actually turned off the ability for people to, uh, make, to invite me to be their friend or even send me a message because of how many messages I got. I actually had a recurring segment <laughs> on yes. a podcast I did. The hate mail band, and, yes. And it's just like supports really can't stand it when, or teams just really can't stand it when you like come up from behind them. And tear down their house, starting with the supports. And then I post that video I did last week called uh, Killing Supports 2. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then someone and then someone tells me that this looks like uh, it's sub bronze gameplay. Uh, obviously, these people are only dying because you come from behind them and then just let uh, Amosis do all the work. Mm. And I'm like, oh, what a shitty thing to say. Like, oh, that hurts so bad. Like, it took me five years of practice to get this good enough to do this. Like, go back and watch my first Tracer video. It's hilarious. And I felt good about enough to put it online because I got one limb. I was thrilled. <laughs> I was thrilled. <laughs> and, like, but I look at it now and it's painful. And I'm sure that my stuff looks like, you know, to, to PC players, I guess maybe it looks that painful. And you feel the need to call it out. But... Like five other forumers hearted that guy's post, and I was like, "Oh!" And then someone thumbed down the video on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh!" But this you're is right, on the official Overwatch forums. Yes, but uh, you're right. But you're right, Chamberlain. I did get two new followers this week on well, YouTube. There you go. So I guess you're right. All attention is good attention. But yeah, so I was working yeah, on a video it. this week. I was well, on a video this week. I don't know. Monica uh, yeah. Lewinsky might disagree. Uh, yeah, Monica Lewinsky well. would disagree, but she's worth a follow. She's yeah. she's she's quite a good speaker. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, funny. And, you kind of have to be <laughs> to yeah. do that. Well, okay. Never mind. Does that mean it's time for headlines? I guess. I, I think so, yes. Headlines. In entertainment news, <clears throat> The White Lotus has been renewed for season two. Have you been watching this shit, Alex? I hear good things. I'm loving it, and you, I'm sorry you're out of the, you're out of the conversation now, because this weekend we're going to find out who dies. <gasps> yes. And it's big. It's big. There's been a lot of discussion around it. Personally, I I think Armand. I think Armand might be the killer. Uh, and oh, it's murder mystery shit. Okay, yeah, I might be down. Yes, and uh, but 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 listener, if you if you're watching White Lotus, I think a dark horse to look at is Belinda. I think this thing with Tanya and all the energy Belinda has been pouring into Tanya, it I can imagine a moment <laughs> where Belinda has to snap. Because she's been <laughs> infinitely patient. I mean, maybe that's just who she is, and she will continue being so infinitely patient. Take but the I, abuse. Yes, but I can... Uh, it's, it's not... It's a... God. It's the type of abuse of a of a parent who doesn't understand uh, how how much they're wounding you. Oh. And they and they insist that you're wonderful and special. Like it's it's a really suffocating. Su- it's a re- no. It's it's uh, it's definitely suffocating, but it's also a really subtle kind of abuse. Um, it's like they don't think much of you, and you'll never achieve much. No, of. it's not no? that at all, Alex. You'd have to okay. watch the show to understand, but I believe you would find my analogy be apt upon watching the show. I'm sure I would. Either way, uh, well, there's a there's a lot of balls in the air. Um, Definitely my, my, my pick of the cast as far as uh, performers concerned is the guy who plays Armada. He's doing a fantastic fucking job. Um, yeah, it's, it's another great HBO show. Loving the White Lotus and thrilled it's getting a season two with a whole new cast apparently in a different resort. Hmm. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Idris Elba is Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Does I Idris mean, Elba know who Knuckles is? I don't Or does his so. agent no. just get in this gig? I think they just got him the gig and Idris Elba really is up for anything. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, and, and I've, uh, I follow a lot of, I follow a lot of games writers on Twitter and some of them are black and the black ones have been blowing this up this week. Yeah. They're uh, happy. Yeah. Because apparently the black community claimed Knuckles like back in the Genesis days. Really? And they, they saw him as representation of himself because Knuckles had dreads. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I like okay. it. I like it. Yeah. I All think, right. I think. And, uh, and. 
And for so for them to have Knuckles be voiced by a black actor is fucking awesome. And for it to be Idris Elba is fucking awesome. So, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're going to choose a, an, an actor yeah. of that, you know, persuasion, then you can do worse. You could yeah, so, not do worse. So. I like so I like to think that that is a choice kind of made in the name of the sensitivities of an audience, as we were discussing earlier. That I I'm like yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that feels like sometimes you need your Twitter uh, crew to do casting. Well, I hope, uh, like, I yeah. hope there was, yeah, I hope there was some some thought process that actually took that into account that resulted in this casting. Uh, Louise Guzman is Gomez, and Catherine Zeta-Jones is Morticia in the upcoming Tim Burton Netflix series of, of the Adams Family. Is this animated? No. Okay. The problem is that no one ever will be a better Gomez. No. Than Raul I, Julia. Honestly, than Raul I don't Julia. think Louise okay. Guzman is... Okay. Okay. First Catherine Zeta-Jones, I can, stop. I can take, I can buy that. Catherine Zeta-Jones is. Well, She's also kind of bland. She, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now it is easy for us to say at our in our advanced years, as we totter towards the grave, mm. that having an, having having um, Raúl Julia. And Angelica Houston as our yeah. Gomez and Morticia when we were kids. I mean, yeah, that was a pretty fucking sweet deal. And when you first, when I first heard Louise Guzman, and I was like, is that the guy I'm thinking of? And then you get a yeah. picture. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. He's yeah. got no. He's got fantastic acting chops. I can't mm. wait to see what he what they do. No, he's uh, sorry. He's got fantastic comedy chops. I he can't does. wait to see what they do with his hair and makeup. Um, I think like he is so animated and charismatic, and I can see him going tish. That's French kissing you, up her arm. You, like, you saw the first season of um, Narcos, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he dies in that. He was good. No, he's good in everything. Like yeah. he's he's memorable. But I had but the thing is, when you told me Louise Guzman, I was like, is that who I'm thinking of? He's still not like I can't you can't I can't, you can't throw me the name like Toby Maguire, and I can picture Toby Maguire. No, I know. Yeah. He was a, he was a running gag in Community. Yeah, they but have a statue I, of him. No, so the more I think yeah. about the more I think about Louise Guzman, the more I love that casting. Yeah. The the problem is for a lot of people, aren't again chance aren't as old as you and I are, hmm. may have never seen the original TV series. I didn't. I, I saw you it have in well, no, I saw it in reruns. I mean, I've seen it in reruns, but I remember yeah. watching it on TV. Yeah, in me reruns, too. Obviously. In black and white, man. Yes, and when you, if you've seen that, you realize how perfect mm-hmm. Raul Julia was. Perfect. I don't know the name of the actor who played Gomez originally, but Raul Julia was like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, in terms of, and the you look. cannot speak ill of Angelica Houston. It's not allowed. No, it's not allowed. So, <clears throat> pardon me. <clears throat> Don't torture yourself, my dear. Oh. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, no, Angelica Houston, that's where she was. But, um, again, like, just like I bring up when we're playing a Zelda, I think, like, this is, will be, they will be a generation's defining Gomez and Morticia. Yes. And I don't know, I don't mind, I don't mind that casting at all. I think, I think uh, that, I think that'll be solid. Maybe it's like every generation has their own Hamlet. Maybe every generation has their own Gomez, and our exactly. Gomez is Raul Julia, and then there'll be someone else for Gomez. I want to see. I want to see this generation's Romeo and Juliet. There hasn't been a Romeo uh, and Juliet since Claire Danes and young skinny Leo DiCaprio. Okay, that movie sucked balls. I, I never loved, loved it. Loved that movie. Oh my gosh! What is no? Yeah, man. Okay, yes. well, I I love oh. I love crazy style, and that movie was all crazy style and crazy trendy soundtrack. 
And Claire Danes, I just... Yeah, I, know, I get that. Yeah, when I was when I was like, what was I, fifteen? <laughs> I was fifteen when that movie came out. I, I took I saw that movie in the theater. Was like, I okay, that movie was my first date with my first girlfriend. I got my first kiss when I dropped her off. Ooh! So my overall feelings surrounding Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet match the feelings of the characters yes, to a the, fucking okay. teeth. <laughs> like, like I had I had the perfect experience to enjoy that movie and did. It's clear say that you love me is a great song. Uh, Claire Danes was in that um, CS or, or uh, she was in some show called Homeland, wasn't she? Yeah, she yeah. That, oh. ugh, ugh, flew off the rails, but it was okay. You're insane, but you're so damn good at your job. <laughs> That's literally the whole show. Yeah, yes. apparently it was a through line. Uh, Sony has acquired Crunchyroll for one point one seven five billion dollars. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, do we know what Crunchyroll is? It's uh, like Netflix for anime. That's that's exactly what Crunchyroll is. Yeah. And when Sony throws around $1.175 billion, you think, well, then why the fuck didn't you just buy Bethesda? Uh, Answer being, <laughs> Bethesda was $7.5 billion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they don't have that kind of money, I guess. So I don't know what they're going to do with this, especially saw, because they're no longer streaming shit. Yeah, I mean, rumor has it they're going to try to throw that in with PS Plus or something, or make a higher tier PS Plus with Crunchyroll. Yeah, that just sounds to me like some, someone going, well, they could do balling. this. Yeah, yeah, 100%. They could do that. I don't think they will. No, I think they're Seems just going like, to let it keep on making money. Yeah. You you need to have a gaming system to watch Netflix anime? I, I, that seems productive. I've always heard that the Crunchyroll app was terrible on, like, every platform, so maybe they'll fix that. Okay, I tried one of those anime apps. I did, like, the free trial. I ended up not really watching anything, and I but I tried both of them, and I didn't find either of them to be particularly bad. Hmm. It kind of weirded me out that there was literally a genre on there called fan service. Ooh. What does that mean? Um, okay. Fan service is... Well, I know what fan service is, but what does it the button mean? No, okay, you know how on, on Netflix, for example, there'll, you'll be a title that says thrillers, and then you see a bunch right. of movies that are considered thrillers. I, just, I don't understand how it's a genre, I guess. Okay, well, have you ever seen... Okay, well, maybe you didn't, because maybe you're too young, but Chamberlain and I certainly remember the raunchy teen comedies of our youth, mm. and shit like, you know, Revenge of the Nerds. Meatloaf, or yeah. not meatloaf, uh, meat, yeah. meatballs. Yeah, and they all included, they definitely would include a lot of, you know, shots of young women's butts and a lot of, you know, what, what, what okay. you don't really see a lot of in film nowadays, frankly. Okay. It's much, much improved. And I, and I know, I'm not saying that it's gone away, listener, but I, but really, it's much, much improved. So, sh- in yeah, the, show in me the, the anime that's, uh, in the pop that's more space. risque than others. Um, yes. Well, show me the anime where uh, a huge part of the presentation is... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a great way to Gravity put it. Gravity-defying. Yeah. 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 And, um, Excellent sound effects. Yes. And I... <laughs> I think there was a, there, I think there might have been a time when I legitimately enjoyed that stuff, but after I saw Kill the Kill, which I'll be honest was only like ten years ago or something, which was a send up really of all the sexualization in in the in the uh, the anime industry. Um, ever since that, and ever you know, just kind of the renaissance of thinking, I can't watch that shit anymore. 
<laughs> like not even a little. It's just kind of uncomfortable after a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah and and when you go back and just like they don't make movies like, you know, Revenge of the Nerds 2 anymore. Um, uh, Porkies. Just like they don't make movies like that anymore. Still, that kind of, I don't want to say liberal attitude. Um, that kind of pervasive um, patriarchal view of sexuality, which is just that, you know, if there's a woman, you better see a, a close-up of her butt and panties. Like, that kind of view of filmmaking and view of making anime, that's really kind of gone away overall. And if you go back and watch just a normal anime from the 80s, there'll be way more of that than you need. <laughs> constant panty shots. Yes. And, well, not constant, just like... Man, more I, than are necessary. Yeah, like we, we could have just to say more than zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, um, it wouldn't surprise me if it was still completely pervasive in modern anime. I don't fucking watch enough of it. In fact, no, I watched a little bit of that record what? Ragnarok because some guy in my office was like, "I watched that," and this guy never watches anime, so I'm like, "Okay, maybe I should watch this." Oh my god! No, yeah, maybe? no, it's still going on. Oh well. Well, there's a character called Aphrodite, and she, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't say oh, she's as tastefully geez. designed as the uh, the woman in Hades. Hades walked a fine line, brilliantly. Yeah, just in terms of just design. Yeah, I think. I think maybe the way that Aphrodite was kind of a little bit of an asshole took an edge off it. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's an interesting character. I don't like her, but I res- I kind of respect her. I know I she's like she. I. I don't know what she wants, but I want to figure it out. You know. Well, you, that's one. Do you ever find out with any of them? Not really. No. Hmm. It can't help but be better than Aphrodite and God of War. Yep. Dude. But in terms, but <laughs> sorry, in terms, bad memories. I hate that game so. In hard. terms of fan service, that was the ideal yes. representation of Aphrodite. Aphrodite and, was in God of War 2, wasn't she? Uh, 3. 3. And, 3. And, she was and in the minigame. Yeah, and at the and... time, and at the time uh, we considered it well executed because the camera pans over to these two women remarking upon what they're doing. <laughs> yes. But it starts, it starts, of course, with her taking off her top and you seeing Aphrodite's perfect chest. And at the time, fuck, 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, so more than that. More than ten years now, isn't it? Probably, but I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking about whether or not it felt gratuitous in uh, uh, Cyberpunk, because that's the most recent example I can think of. There was, I like no, the it, characters more in Cyberpunk, so yeah. Maybe? So it didn't. Also, it didn't I'm yeah. also going to say no because there were not timed button presses included. Yes. yes. It was not an interactive sex scene. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of the nudity in uh, The Order 1886. Which was I like. I remember there being nudity in our uh, Now there was a scene where you're walking through a brothel and a pair of women oh. kind of run, kind of run for cover, and then another okay. one uh, doesn't doesn't even bother to cover up and just demands you get out or some shit. And they were just, it was. Hmm. No, it it felt like it felt like an actress standing there, like it it didn't feel performative at all. Hmm. It felt like you're in my space. Get the fuck out of my space. <laughs> I'm working here. Yeah. It didn't feel, okay, here's a better way to put it. It didn't feel like it was catering to that eye. Right. And that is how that is what the the order 1886 did. It did nudity without that. And that is correct. Well, correct execution. For what they were trying to execute, that was correct ex- execution. It yeah. For what the Aphrodite scene was trying to execute, that was correct execution for the time. 
It's just no one would execute that nowadays. Mm, or at least not in a AAA no. studio. Not on a major release. Uh, unless we're talking The Witcher. But, again, they would do it in a way which didn't... F- well, no, it did feel. Yeah, the... the it s- did. Cyberpunk totally f- has that eye. 100%. Yeah. Think of every but ad in the game. I will say this. Game. My favorite sex scene that they've ever even attempted in a game. Uh, which it one? It felt like there were two characters kind of like hashing out a relationship. Oh, we're talking about the Johnny scene. Yeah, the Johnny one, yeah. That, okay, well, agreed. That was kind Wait, of Wait, there's incredible. a Johnny sex scene? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you can't miss it, actually. Uh, yeah. I completely didn't. I just, I didn't like the idea of Johnny be using my body, so I was like, eh. <clears throat> no, that, that was, this is before that, isn't it? He were, this yeah, is no, it, it's, it's. Rogue is. Yeah. Oh, oh, that, when, you're, well, at, when you actually are Johnny. Yeah, 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 the part where you are yeah, Johnny. Yeah, when you, in the like, flashback. This, this like, oh, like a, okay. Yeah. Like a ten-second part where you're just kind of lying together, holding hands. I'm like, this is nice. Yeah, but why can't we do the shit like but, this more? But it was so stylized. Yeah, that that almost remind it almost reminds you of the scene in the darkness when the movie's on it. Yeah, yeah. God, no one's ever done that since. Why has no one done that since? Because it's such a good gimmick. No one, no one wants to touch it. No, everyone, everyone Nobody should touch that gimmick. Nobody played darkness. Nobody played that. Uh, no, designers know. We we three know about the darkness. Listener, yes. listener, let, if you don't know about the scene in the darkness that we're talking about, what was the movie? Was it To Kill a Mockingbird? It was. Okay. It was, yes. Okay, so so you go through the opening of an FPS game, and you're like, this is the, the button for this, this is the button for that, blah, 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 blah. And you kill a bunch of guys, because you're the protagonist and a first-person shooter, and blah, 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 and all these people are dying, and it looks awesome. It is graphically state-of-the-art for the time. It's all stylized. It looks really good. And uh, But you got to get home and see your girlfriend. So eventually you get home. I forget if she, it's like your birthday and she's made you a cake or some shit. I think it is your birthday. Sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah. And she's had such a rough day. She just wants to sit down. Why don't you sit down next to me? And if you sit down on the couch next to her, which you have to to make the scene progress, um, the movie will play in its entirety. And you can just sit there as she sleeps on your shoulder. It is... It was an amazing moment of bonding with characters. You know, it evoked Ico sitting on the bench. But it just executed it better than anyone ever had. Ever. In any and then game. the game killed her. But because of that scene, it yeah. it was a huge it was colossal. This was an amazing and, and okay okay, she was immediately fridged. I'm not endorsing that at all. But the way he they didn't have his powers yet, I don't remember. No, that that's why, but the thing that's why it was also his birthday, because the thing at the yeah. end of his birthday, he gets his powers. <laughs> um but that, no, that was an amazing way of connecting, of making the player really connect with a character and make it feel like one of those moments we've all had at home. Like, really feel like a member of your family. It was, it was an incredible scene. And people should absolutely rip that shit the off. The sequel's really good, too. It was. I played a bit yeah. of it. Yeah, I remember using, I remember using Car Doors as Shields. Yeah, no, yes. it's, a, it's a really good game. Yeah. It was a while back, though. I came to it late and actually finished it, which is a sign of mm-hmm. quality. That is, that is. When you can overcome graphics and just enjoy the play. And a good stylized look to it. That does endure. And it had a nice, like, have you been, like, in an insane asylum this entire time, or is the darkness fucking with you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the darkness is the one example of the amazing hell level that I can never remember to bring up when we try to say what was a good hell level. The hell level yep. in the darkness was fucking brilliant. Brilliant. Uh <clears throat> Finally, in entertainment news, The Hunger Games is getting a prequel film series starting production oh. next year. Okay, now, yeah. I, now I'm now i of the same page. I'm not interested in this. But 
for a generation, the Hunger Games is their Star Wars. So kids, you're getting your next, you're getting a Star Wars prequel. If it's as good as the Star Wars prequels, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're sorry. But if it's any consolation, the next three will be decent overall. Okay. I mean, come on. The balkanization of America, that's so far-fetched. In Overwatch news, new options have been added to the game. Group text chat on or off, team text chat on or off, match text chat on or off, and general text chat on or off. Thank you, Blizzard. Everyone in the world appreciates that. It is insane that it took you five years to do that. Is there some goodwill they need back for some reason, you think? Yes. What what will that be? Maybe. Maybe. The other day. Max Exodus, possibly. I forget what I was playing, but I forget what like, what hero I was playing. But we were playing like the Killing King of the Hill version, and we had uh, taken back the point. We had like driven all the enemies off and pushed them back to the choke. And as they came to the choke, we were just killing the shit out of them, and not one of them were getting past us to take the point. And then, uh, and then I looked at the the thing that tracks like who's got control of the point, and realized we had never taken the point. Oops. <laughs> we had just killed them. And, uh, and as soon as I was, as soon as I was shouting it to the bike to my brother to go, get on the point, get on the point, I noticed that someone had, ty- had died, noticed what was going on first, typed in the text chat, point tards. Mm. Now, while helpful, I don't need to see shit like that ever again. So I'm really grateful for this edition. <laughs> Uh, this week, Blizzard unlocked four previously timed championship and MVP skins, Zenaki Zen- Zenyatta, Flying Ace Winston, Goat Brigitte, and Thunder Doomfist, until August 24th. They still cost league points or real money if you don't have league points. Hmm. Blizzard confirmed this week, that every- and the thing is, everyone's asking for Pink Mercy. That's all anyone on the forums ever asks for. People on the, like, every week there's a new th- thread asking for Pink Mercy back. For what, like... To buy, buy it, for the skin, yeah. yeah. People mm-hmm. want the skin, because some people... Join the game late. Some people transferred. Oh, right. It was it was timed. Yeah. Exactly. Some people transfer from console to PC and don't have the skin anymore. Um, anyway, but yeah, the fact that they didn't include that one is is specifically like a little bit of that old cruelty of Blizzard. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Blizzard confirmed this week that Diablo Four director Louis Bagara, lead designer Jesse McCree, and WoW designer Jonathan LeCraft are quote no longer with the company. Yeah, wake me when they get some executives or Bobby Kotick. Yeah, they won't. Bobby Kotick's no, untouchable. Yeah. He feels like a mob boss, like legitimately. He does, yeah, really does. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, Overwatch League announcers have taken to referring to McCree as the Cowboy, never mentioning the same name as the guy who was definitely fired as part of the fallout from the ongoing scandal. Uh, <laughs> when asked years ago why Chief Technology Officer Ben Kilgore was no longer with the company, his replacement, Derek Ingalis told a brief story that concluded with the advice, don't sleep with your assistant. But if you're going to sleep with your assistant, don't stop. Fuck the company. Wow. I've forgotten that anecdote. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, Kellogg's announced this week that it will no longer sponsor Overwatch League following the sexual harassment lawsuit. Yeah, is it it the the rape and the suicide? Was that that do it in? There was a rape? I mean, I'm sorry, not a rape, but like just like the... What's the word? Harassment yeah, that led to a suicide? No, that did it for him? Yeah, pervasive yeah. sexual harassment. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Daniel Klein, a lead designer at Apex Legends, was fired recently after screenshots of old blog posts and public conversations surfaced showing the developer making sexist and racist comments. Mm. Mm. Education is the answer. Uh, I think. 
Like, uh, I maybe think. I don't like. Well, earnest education. It's not, not that hard to not be a dick. I don't understand. I, I want to have like power over women to make them feel coerced and having sex with me. Why? No. Why is that no. so? Why is that? Hey, why can't I do that? I'm rich. I <sighs> earned it. You. Mm. I keep yeah. On, I keep on thinking about the environments that lead to this kind of behavior and what is permitted. Um, and I try to, and like every now and then you hear about. Um, a, a woman CEO who is an absolute psychopath and everyone mm-hmm. who's worked for her has a horror story. But it is impossible for me to picture um, a clutch of women even, okay, it is, it is eminently possible for me to picture a group of women discussing things amongst themselves that you would not want your office colleagues to hear. True. Um, but I can't picture a group of women that a man would feel incredibly intimidated walking into a boardroom in the I, same okay. way a woman would feel intimidated walking into a room of men there is there is an implicit kind of power difference it also the, occurred to me what it feels like when you're a man who walks into a room full of men who are on their own side and the powerlessness that feels like. Mm. Anyway, go on, Alex. No, like there, the first season of New Girl played with that like a little bit. Hmm. And then he kind of gave up on it. New Girl. Like a guy was in a company that was filled with women and they objectified him and he felt terrible going to work. So it was like a, it was a joke plot line. Yeah, but like they, hmm. they did some fun stuff with it and then they kind of abandoned it. Because it was kind of icky. But they, 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 I feel like there was something there. I remember being sexually harassed in junior high. By some very by by some of the girls who weren't doing too well in school, mm. um, and and they only came at me and did it as a group. Mm. It was it was never just one at a time, um, and in those situations, you try to just you know laugh off whatever they're saying uh, and get out of there. So it can occur. It, yeah, it, 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 it can yeah. it can occur. But the thing is that occurred in junior fucking high. Um, Not Im- in a, a quote-unquote professional environment. To imagine that occurring in a professional environment is uh, grounds for comedy. Off, is, is grounds for like, comedy, yeah. If you, you're never thinking like, if I don't stop this, will I ever get promoted? No, exactly. Or if but, I do stop okay. this, will I ever get promoted? As a man, that's 100% what you'd be thinking, equally as a woman would be. And yeah. the implicit, you know, power, uh, impropriety of power there is just... Uh, Horrifically it's grotesque. Yeah, grotesque. That's a good word for it. Um, that said, people should have the freedom to fall in love with people they work with. Yeah. Um, but I think in Blizzard's case, what we can say from That's everything we've heard from the lawsuit happening. is that the mechanisms were not in place to ensure that anything beyond that that someone might cons- that make might make someone uncomfortable. If those things were brought up, they were not adequately addressed. Like, here's the thing. I don't believe anyone that says that they didn't know what was going on at Blizzard. Because apparently, like, if a new female coworker showed up, there would be a line at her cubicle Jeez. of people just, like, just hitting on her. Just all day. Like, how do not you doing miss any work. that? No. <laughs> like, fuck. That company. Well, now that the lawsuit has occurred, uh, Blizzard has the opportunity... To become the example for the industry. 
Um, no, legitimately. And that's the only way to actually, I think, begin addressing it, Alex, is to go at it with the hopes that it become addressed. Now, we have no power to do that. You know, no. wagging our finger at Blizzard and not buying these new skins that are currently available. We don't need to give them any more money. Or not buying get, Diablo hey, 4. Are you getting Overwatch 2? Overwatch 2 probably won't be out until 2023. Wow, really? Seriously? Uh, oh, yeah. No, I didn't put it in the headlines because I didn't think of it. But, yeah, the, the current scoop is um, they're pretty much done the new characters for Overwatch 2. They've done all the new maps for Overwatch 2. They've done all the new modes for Overwatch 2. All the single-player content is basically done and ready to go. They, uh, now again, in Overwatch 2, it's not going to be 6v6 as it is now, two tanks, two supports, two DPS. It'll be 5v5. Two DPS, two supports, and one tank that has been completely rebalanced to be the only tank on a team. To be survivable as the only tank, without like a D.Va helping you, or a Zarya bubbling you, or a Ryan shielding you. You know, it's a completely different dynamic, and they haven't done anything about that. Do you really think Activision is going to give them that long? Um, Before yeah. they say, it's got to come out. Um, Let's go. Yeah, I do. Money. I do. Uh, considering how long the initial development of Overwatch took, uh, and given when this was announced, like, what, what the problem is, it wasn't announced in the way, or for the rationale that any other game would be announced. They announced Overwatch maybe a year or so before Overwatch came out. They announced, because it was about to come out, they announced Overwatch 2, not to tell you that Overwatch 2 was going to come out next year, but to tell you that this is why you're not going to get shit for Overwatch for the next four years. And we have Four years. And we have That's an awful long time to uh, yeah. desert the community. It is, it is. And Overwatch has been losing players and losing you know viewers on Twitch ever since. Once upon a time, mm. having 10,000 viewers was considered the depth knell of Overwatch. Now it's like, you know, 6.7 thousand yeah. viewers on Twitch. Um, so yeah, like, like I personally have a lot of problems with how they've handled Overwatch. Activision 100% has the resources to support Overwatch to the same degree that Riot supports League of Legends. Um, they don't because they figure people will keep buying loot boxes if they don't. Uh, it's really disgusting. They could really support this game. And they don't. <clears throat> Spec Ops The Line, creative director and designer on Spec Ops The Line... Oh. I did, didn't write his name. Okay, well, the guy who uh, was creative director and designer on Spec Ops Line and uh, Robin Fink, guitarist for Nine Inch Nails, have opened a new game studio called Eyes Out. And they say the studio believes in, quote, the powerful synesthesia that amuses, emerges from music, narrative, and interactive experiences. And they're working on a, quote, single-player immersive cosmic horror game with strong environmental storytelling elements. I predict that that game will come out and they will promptly go bankrupt. Oh, hey, in the case of Dead Island 2, never. Mm, that's true. You never know. Um, when I think of a single-player immersive with environmental storytelling elements, and this is incredibly ambitious of my imagination, you know what game that's describing to me? Hmm. Bioshock. Alien Isolation. Bioshock. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's describing Bioshock. Yeah, music was really important. Yeah, and um, so, I mean, now, it's also possible that this is a walking sim, you know, where the story is all told <laughs> through the environment. That's equally possible with what was just, descript was just described, but it's a press release, and uh, the, the word Im immersive uh, specifically usually applies to the immersive sim genre. Yeah, so, so that I, is I, tantalizing to me. Now, I, I see the skyline of uh, Rapture, and I think of that, like, just that mournful solo violin every time. Mm -hmm. 
somewhere. Oh, yeah, that too. A GTA Remastered trilogy is on the way with Unreal Engine Remastered. You know what? I want to tell my fucking video story. I never told What's it. your video story? <clears throat> okay. Well, you know how one of the games I most enjoy, Alex, is making videos. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this week I was making a video, and I was really pleased with it because what I needed was a song with a long, slow, soft beginning. That was the only way this was going to work. Because the clip I've got is me and my brother, I'm on Tracer, he's on Soldier. We're standing at the gates on Nambani, about to be let out to attack the point. And uh, my brother is bumping into me repeatedly from behind, which is what you do to an ally when you're trying to nudge them off a cliff or something or get them to switch characters. And I say into the mic, what is it? What do you want from me here? Oh, you know what? I get what it is. I see what you're trying to tell me. Give me a second here. And I walk back into the point where you can switch characters. And I start to switch characters. My brother goes, man, if you switch to Widow, I'm not going to be happy. And I go, Widow? Why would I switch to Widow? And I switch to Genji. And I go, my Genji is fierce. People fear my Genji when he comes to him. He goes, Jan, David is throwing. I go, no, I'm not. And I switch back to Tracer. He goes, yeah. he goes yes, he is. And the doors open and we run out. And I go, I know I'm not, dick. You're You're just spreading pernicious rumors to besmirch my character. And as I say this, I walk up to, to a hallway that a junk rat is spamming grenades into from the end. Like an, through, uh, the, the hallway is like an L shape, and he's spamming down his angle of the L. And after I say that I'm definitely not throwing the game, what I do is I walk up to this door that the junk rat is shooting through, wait for him to stop spamming through it, turn my back to the hallway that he's in, and blink backwards in front of the junk rat. Then I wave to the junk rat, Hit him once, rewind back into the room, blink out, kill the junk rat, blink away. That's a beautiful opening <laughs> to a video. <laughs> I loved that. And in order to make it work, I used the beginning of Little Black Submarine by the Black Eye, by the Black Keys, which is this amazing song that is two minutes that are that are really slow and really kind of calm, and then it goes yeah. into the exact same song just fucking rocking and i spent like three days putting together a wonderful video of tracer farah and uh, wrecking ball on this and then uploaded it and i was so pleased with it it is the first video since i tried to un- upload a sam cook song that has blocked worldwide oh worldwide i can't post this for anything i would have to upload this on vimeo and i'm not prepared to do that <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's kind of trolling. Not trolling, but digging bottom of the barrel there. Yeah, yeah, I don't need that. Vimeo. Uh, a GTA Remastered trilogy is on the way with Unreal Engine remasters of GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Hmm. Eh. Hmm. Hmm. The acting from those games has not aged well. Nope. Nope. And in not. the same in the same way we as we were discussing earlier, taste in general in that game. Uh, and those all over the first two, definitely. They did remove hot coffee. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is very much the still the game where you, you know, can drag a hooker from a car and beat her to death and steal your money back. And get your money back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still... But what they're describing, it's not a remake in any way. Like, they're not going to give you refined shooting a la Grand Theft Auto Five, which came, what, seven years ago now? More? Eight. Oh, my God. Yeah, like eight years 2013. Ago. Yeah, like September 20th. The the shooting of frankly Grand Theft Auto 5 and Red Dead Redemption is both shitty shooting. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, is worse yes than they that. are. And and, yeah. and these games are way worse than that. And what they're describing retains the gameplay of the original games. The cars handle the same as they did in those games, and that wasn't great. Um, 
I don't know who this is for. Like, unless you remade it with the current engine they're using for the next-gen Grand Theft Auto game that they haven't released yet, that might make it kind of interesting to me. Yeah, not really interested in this. Are they even working on it is the question. They have to be. They, they have, have to 100% be. there. They're not just going to, like, keep on doing Grand Theft Auto V online. Unless the next thing is a massive expansion money. of online. Hmm. Yeah. But I re- it's still making money. It blows my mind. You know, if you show me a really good 4K60 trailer of Grand Theft Auto V New Gen, I might return to Grand Theft Auto V. But the last time I tried, I bounced off it after like 45 minutes. And I know you guys hated it. Yeah, because you were playing the game. I hated five. Yeah. Well, no, Alex hated it too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Both of you hated it. I really liked it. Um, but I agree that it took too long for the way it played to start feeling good. You had to level up, like, everything to get it to feel good. Yeah, uh, did. Nintendo World, a Universal Studios Japan, suspended several rides yesterday to clean up a towering Goomba statue that broke. Mm. <laughs> what broke on the Goomba statue? What, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't, how does a Goomba move? I, why why was it a Goomba feet? statue and not Mario? Um, no, <laughs> what it was was, uh, you know, you, you play the games where you see, like, those towers of Goombas and you jump on the top and you go... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was one of those. It was, like, six Goombas tall, and it looked like it was, like... The statue, like, even though it was, like, only five or six Goombas, it l- I got the impression the statue was, like, 30 feet tall. Hmm. And somehow, like, the base broke off it, and it fell down onto the structure below or something. Oh, and they were like, okay, we got to close down all these rides. <laughs> and anyway, it's just the most interesting that happened in Nintendo World. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon is now available on Switch and Xbox. And I'll, Oh, yeah, we already brought that up. Uh, this week, Jason Schreier pointed out that a new game studio consists entirely of white men and was inundated with hundreds of anti-Semitic hate messages. Yeah. Yeah. And even from that, the guy who opened it himself. Yeah. He got in on there because he's that petty. Did he actually do the Jew he thing? He didn't know. He just, just said like, hello, Jason. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm watching you. I'm yeah. just like. Dude. And the guy wrote back. And didn't Jason write back? Yeah, he did. Yeah, like they had like a little chat. And they were like, I'd totally so, be willing so to talk to you about this. So said not true? Was he lying in some no, way? No, no. Okay. So There are no women at the studio. Yeah. And it's, it's gross, dude. Um, no, okay. It, one, it is. It is, I would imagine it's the result of a guy looking around at all the people in his circle and saying, who do I want to start a company with? And all those people were white guys. Yeah. No, that okay. If you're going to start a company, um, if you're most people, if they start a company, you start companies with your friends, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't often happen that like you know a rich heiress stops by and says, "You and I shall go into the gaming business." Because I can tell you're a great designer. That doesn't occur. What you do is you start your own studio with all your buddies. That's how studios are made. So all of this guy's buddies, friends were all yeah. of this guy's buddies are white guys. Mm. Apparently, the one woman that works there took the picture. <laughs> he, he, that's literally his official statement. Is there actually a woman working there? He says there is, and she took the picture. You know, some I cameras see. have timers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every single every single phone. Yep. Although, okay, maybe it does speak ill of the studio, though, if there were no women or minorities who were willing to join this guy's yeah. group. I doubt this. We we have a real problem with the fact that swastikas haven't been in Call of Duty lately, and our mm-hmm. studio is committed 
to solving that. Bringing back that important symbol of the past. I saw, no, I saw a thing on Twitter this week that was listing the assets of the new Call of Duty coming out, and it one of the things was actual swastikas on the Nazis. Well, I mean, it's a Hindu I'd, symbol of peace. Well, if I'm well, shooting the Nazis, yeah, but that's that's I agree with Chamberlain. If I'm in a historical setting shooting Nazis, yeah, no, and you're shooting Nazis, and the Nazis aren't overtly glorified. I, I well, or they're like going like, well, you know, yeah, there are there's some yeah, merit both to sides um, you know, the Nazis, yeah, euthanasia and and yeah, well, the Aryan in Canada, you know. euthanasia is legal, Alex. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Apparently, you got a. My mom was obsessed with the idea for a while after she got sick, and um, she had a conversation with one of my brothers, and they were like, "Oh, I see what you're saying." Yeah, and they were like, "Well, just so you know, mom, if you're ever getting, you know, you feel like you want to check out, we can just talk to a doctor. You tell them that uh, you're suffering too much from Alzheimer's, and they check you out." She goes, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, man." And that's all she could talk about for weeks. She was so happy that she could just punch her card, and. Uh, Ooh. The thing is, if you're dying of cancer and riddled with pain, and you go to a doctor and you say, I'm of sound mind and I'd like to do this, please, and I will go, sure. There you go. Punch your card. Have you seen the Al Pacino Kevorkian movie? No. It's good. Okay. He's really good in it. If you're someone in my mother's position who has lost lost control Mm. of her faculties. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> on to happier news. Uh, pernish- oh, that's not happy news. Uh, that's not happy news. Here's happy news. <laughs> you can't say this guy's name without, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's not happy news. In happier news, Tales of Arise will get a demo on Xbox and PlayStation on August 18th. That will convince nobody who wasn't going to buy it to mm. buy it. I, you know, I'm, no, no one's going to download that demo and go, I'm going to play I, this I game. might check it out if I remember it exists, but at that point I'll have Hades, so. Yeah. Um, in pernicious news. I won't news. check it out because I know I'm going to buy it. Exactly. So, like, I'm, I'm like, that's what, what I was thinking was, yeah. why am I even telling him this? You won't yeah. care. <laughs> Alex won't no. care. Alex, are you going to check out this demo? Absolutely uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pernicious streamer Dr. Disrespect announced this week that he is opening a game studio to partner with, quote, mega influencers to make their dream games. The uh, dude that filmed a uh, 10-year-old peeing in a bathroom. Yes. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Um... I follow a lot of game developers on Twitter as well, and a lot of them replied to this news with like, uh, mm-hmm. "If you've ever yeah. want, if you ever imagined what it might be like to have your daily life directed by an influencer, have I got a job for you?" <laughs> <laughs> and other people say like, "I actually did this once. It was the worst experience of my life. They weren't even involved in design." <laughs> anyway, uh, the Life is Strange Remastered Collection has been delayed until 2022. Kind of done with that genre. Really? No, I don't believe that's true. I believe if another Batman game came out, you'd be on it. Uh, what about Wolf Among okay. Us Two? Is that did that actually uh, happen? Yeah, uh, it's supposed to. Oh yeah, well, then it's probably never going to happen because it's been coming for like five years now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dark Siders Three will release on Switch at the end of September. It's not terrible. It's not very good. It's not terrible. No, I would not but it's not terrible. It. Darksiders 2 is on Switch. That's quite good, listener. That's, that's quite yeah. good. Now, that said, it's not going to be as good as anything released in the last 10 years. <laughs> Moving on. But I sure have played the living shit Switch. It. Yeah, but it's on your Switch. I think I've got it, actually. Yeah. Uh, Psychonauts 2 has gone gold and will release for realsies, Alex. Yay! Yeah. Something actually is coming out this year. Holy crap. Lots of stuff is. 
Not not as much. No, not Nowhere as much. near as much. Well, I mean, nothing I'm hyped for has been delayed. Well, they, I. What, what about Horizon? Did they Horizon. did they officially delay Horizon yet? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I was hyped for Horizon, but I'm also not shocked about Horizon. Like it was never, Neither it was never though. a lock for me. Like for some reason, Death Loop is a lock for me. Like I actually expect it'll come out. I think it's gone gold, actually. I think it has. So, yeah, it's, de- so it's definitely coming. I'm not saying it's finished, but it's definitely releasing. <laughs> uh, zombies in the Back for Blood beta have a lot of barks when they go for players, and one of them sounds a lot like the N word. Did you guys listen to that clip? I did not. No, I can totally hear it. Disney. Like it's de- no, it's it's not the word, but you can totally hear it. Um, and the developer said what it is is it's two different barks that when the system like procedurally combines them, you get this that sounds a lot like that. It when heard together, they said they hope to have it resolved prior to the open beta, which is live from today through August sixteenth. I actually might check that out. That might be something fun I could do with my brother. Uh, listen to it now. You can hear it, but it's also definitely not the word. Oh, wow, though. Holy cow. It's pretty close, oh, though, right? Oh, it's really close. It's really oh, close. yeah, no, I have heard this. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, I can't believe this got How do they not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, it's not intentional. If, it's a mistake, but whoa. Is it a mistake? It's got to be a mistake. No, it is. It can't. Yeah. Because yeah, it's it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah I'm not even gonna try yeah. it. I'm not even gonna. Yeah, no, that's no, how close don't, it is. Yeah, it's no. really close. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Saber Interactive's Evil Dead title has been delayed to February 2022 on all platforms. We can all wait for this. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm more hyped for Kenna than I am for that. In fact, I'm not even hyped for that. You're not even hyped for Kenna? No, I'm super hyped for Kenna. I'm not hyped for okay, Evil good. Dead. Evil, okay, Evil yeah. Dead was was suspiciously good looking for a licensed game, and that's all I can right. say about Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, Jason Schreier reported this week that the South Park game is being developed at South Park's own internal game studio. Good oh, luck. What no. the fuck? No one has oh, ever done no. that. The only okay, well, here's no. There's one. There's one company that did that out. Or Chamberlain, do you remember them? They were incredibly good. No, I don't remember. They were called LucasArts. Oh, oh well, okay. Mm-hmm. But we got things like Sam and Max, and okay, and a lot of amazing games came from LucasArts. Full like, throttle. Well, Tim Schafer came up. Grim Fandango. But I also think about all their all their amazing Star Wars games, like Tie Fighter and uh, yeah, Dark, know, Dark Forces, yeah. uh, X Wing. Like they had, they really did have some amazing games. So if you, but I, I think LucasArts specifically had access to like. The some of the the brightest minds in technology at the time because everyone wanted to fucking work for George for the guy yeah, who made Star Wars. Yeah, South Park has incredibly deep pockets. Um, yeah, apparently they made a killing on their streaming deal, like uh, half not, a billion. No, it was nine hundred million, as I recall. Nine hundred million. Well, like, I think it was no. Well, they, they they get back end on that. They are just making money from that. South Park deal. I swear they made like at least five hundred million. South Park creators signed nine hundred million deal, and the deal is for five more years of the show, and I think it's like twelve movies for HBO Max. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. twelve movies. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be expected to put out a lot, but I, I what I imagine with them putting together a video game is. Uh, Trey Parker first setting the milestone of what you need to be able to do in your game engine is perfectly recreate the look of the show, first of all, get on that. Second, you need to be able to iterate it as fast as we can iterate the show. Because mm. that's how we work. 
And because he want like, because that's that's what scuttled the development of all the previous South Park games was Trey Parker kept on rewriting it, <laughs> and he he didn't understand that game design couldn't work like that. No. Anyway, um, ta-da. Metal Slug Tactics is coming in twenty twenty two, and Axiom Verge two is out now. I played Axiom Verge. The second? No, I'm not, not the excited one. for Axiom Verge two. That's why I wasn't hyped for the second one. Because it's okay, I mean, that genre has evolved significantly. Yeah, and it's really a and lot Axiom of... Axiom Verge was celebrating things that we've moved past, mechanically. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. I, it was just not as fun to play as, like, you know, fucking... Hollow Knight exists. Um, uh, and Silk Song is not. Well, not yet, but uh, nah. I think it's Shadow Complex, you know? Shadow Complex was Shadow Complex was really good. And so, yeah, like, to to take the genre and strip it down is great, but you can execute that while still making it fun. And Axiom Verge was not fun to play, too. Yeah, I, I picked up a new one on Switch called Vigil. Vigil? That, that looked interesting. It's a Metroidvania. Mm. It's supposed to be on the harder side. We'll see. I'll play that and I'll play that in some, uh, some Boyfriend Dungeon this week. Vigil Switch. I'm going to try to finish Demon's Souls this week. Vigil of the Longest Night. Yeah. Switch gameplay. Click. Oh, fucking YouTube ads. <laughs> There's no winning. No, and There's I no can't winning. I can't even skip. There's not an option to skip. Hand, oh, those are the worst. Handheld players? Fuck you. Don't go to handheld players for your gaming trailers, listener. They have unskippable ads. Oh my god, there's another unskippable ad. Is it the 15-second ones you can't skip? Or well, there was, there was a 15-second unskippable, and there was a 5 to 6-second unskippable. And now we are finally looking at gameplay, and this looks wicked. Yeah, actually, it looks pretty good. I don't. It I mean, gameplay-wise, it looks kind of stiff, but we'll see. Well, I'm seeing a the, lot the of... The dodge roll looks pretty stiff. Oh, but man. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, yeah, man. visually, it's like, well, it looks pretty good. Shit. I don't remember where I saw that. I just saw somebody listening. Here's 10 Metroidvanias you've never heard of. I'm like, well, I've okay, played hang on, but Vigil, hang on. look at that. I'm going to... Now, have you already bought this? Yeah, it's purchased and done. Fan- Downloaded. I'll start it tomorrow. Fantastic. Hang on. But before before you start it, I want to kind of shit on your prey a little bit and run oh, this... Oh, I'm sure Metacritic is like 60-some percent. Yeah, I mean, that's... Probably well, not only that, but I want to stop myself from buying it. So, let's do this. 75. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, highest is an 85 from Nintendo World Reports. If you loved Salt and Sanctuary. Oh, shit, no. Salt and Sanctuary Spiritual Air. Oh, Uh, no. Virgil the Longest Night isn't the toughest Metroidvania you'll encounter on Switch, nor does it possess the most interesting plot, but it has plenty of secrets to uncover even after you've finished it, and that's just a 70 review. Hmm. All right, well, we'll see. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to replay Hyperlight Drifter. You it like is it. pretty and timeless. Oh, but I'm not done my video. It's almost Friday. Yeah, I got to work on my video. Get out there. It's almost Friday. Okay. I I can't disappoint my fan. <laughs> the one guy who downloaded you. He actually all three. All three of us. No, no, I'm talking. I'm talking specifically about Alex. Alex has oh. mentioned that he's actually watched my video. Alex, I have not this one, but I, I, I will get there. I can't tell you how much that needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Um, I'm, I'm, like I I say it with uh, ironic. Uh, effect no to i follow you unironically to limit my uh to limit my vulnerability in saying that but honestly alex really appreciate that I well do. hey I, you just earned a like we well, do what we can on OU, not you again 
Oh yeah. That's a no. That's a, that's a brilliant song. Okay, that video specifically is about killer reports. And to have you know the the uh, the the lead singer of the heavy go when I when I kill a report uh, when I kill a support. Oh no, not you again! Mm-hmm. Like that's, and. Uh, yeah, there's. It begins with a mercy spotting me as I walk up on her, and immediately turning around, walking backwards, pulling out a gun, and trying to kill me. You can see that moment of oh no on the mercy's face. It's wonderful. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that like. Of course. All right. All right. I think that's it, Alex. Anything else? Uh, no. I'm good. Good. We're good. All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for talking. Of course. Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Come on.